The following program is produced by Rosado Marketing. The views and opinions of the host and guests are not necessarily those of this station. Now, Nevada Real Estate Radio. Nevada Real Estate Radio has helped thousands of listeners make the right decisions when buying homes or refinancing. You'll never go wrong when you get your advice from real estate professionals that you know, like, and trust. Here is your host, Peter Padilla. Good day, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to Nevada Real Estate Radio. This is Peter Padilla, and I'm pleased to be with you today on a very nice spring day in my favorite state of the country, Nevada. Yes, that's why we call it Nevada Real Estate Radio. And I like this state for a lot of reasons. Great, great climate fantastic opportunities for recreation and really smart people that I'm meeting every day in the business of real estate. That's how I get all of my information by talking to experts. Some people like to try to pull the trigger on their own thinking they know everything and then they end up 10, 20, 30 years behind the times because they took huge losses in real estate. How do I know that? I'm part of that. I was there in 1980 and 81 is when it first started to affect me. The 2000 dot-com crash, that was no easy roller coaster ride downhill either. Got to the point to where when things happened with the mortgage meltdown in 2006 and 7 and 8, I was an expert by then. Along the lines, I learned a whole lot of stuff, and now things are going great. And I know a lot of people that are doing really well because they are starting to listen to experts before they pull the trigger and make those big decisions. Well, that's what we do here at Nevada Real Estate Radio. We bring the experts to our studio so you can find out what's going on in front of the scenes and behind the scenes too. That way you'll cut the right deal and you'll have the confidence you need to be successful as a real estate investor. One of my guests in the studio today is John Spinola, and John is a real estate investment counselor at Atlas Red Realty. John, I'm glad you're with us today. Always a pleasure to be here, Peter. We have a great group with us, too. As a counselor, as a real estate investor, John, tell us a little bit about what you do to help your clients. Well, basically, we have a little different thrust at at investment is that the real estate is just a tool to get where you're going, and that um, that the that the person is the most important part of it. What are they trying to accomplish? Mm-hmm. So if we can help them accomplish that, then and use real estate as the tool as opposed to taking what they give you. In other words, I want to sell a duplex or whatever. Mm-hmm. Ask them why do you want to sell it? What are you going to do with the money if you get it? What you know, what are your plans going forward? What do you, and maybe there's a better way to do what they're trying to accomplish rather than just take a listing and, and mm-hmm. list it and try and sell it. Yes. So, uh, so. And it, it always comes down to pulling the trigger like we talked about in the entry. You have to have the confidence to do that and, and to actually make that decision to buy that next property. It's a pretty big deal. I mean, there's a lot involved in buying real estate. It's, it doesn't happen overnight anymore. No, it certainly doesn't, and it's getting more and more complex. Um, you have to rely on the people around you, uh, yes. the title companies, the all the inspectors, that kind of thing, um, mm-hmm. attorneys, yeah. accountants. It's like there's two sides to that real estate purchase process. You have the the research side, the buying side, so you know you can have everything in line, and then you actually have to pull the trigger. So it's almost like having two teams there. Uh, that make up the whole process. There's so much to get done. Sometimes big complications happen 
in transactions, and you need some advice from a legal attorney. Today we have a legal expert with us in the studio today. His name is John Sandberg, and John is an attorney at Wolf Rifkin, Shapiro, Shulman, and Rabkin. You got it, Peter. Excellent. Good memory. Welcome to the show, John. How are you doing today? Peter, it's always I'm doing great, and it's wonderful to see you. It's been mm. quite a while since I've been on the show, and it's nice to be back. Yeah, it's nice to have you back, too. You do work in not only in Nevada, but California as well. Our firm is uh, originally based in West Los Angeles. That's where Wolf Rifkin has its largest office. And we have offices also in Las Vegas and here in Reno. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. I'm based in Reno, but I travel. As you know, I travel a lot. I'm licensed in both states, and I, I just meander where the case takes me. The complexities in real estate really seem to grow big the last few years, John, but things are settling down a little bit now that values are going up and employment is up, so people are working, things of that type. Uh, we deal with a lot of people buying private, you know, single-family residences as investment properties, duplexes, triplexes, fourplexes, but you deal with all sorts of people. You're probably dealing with a lot of people too, I'm sure, uh, that are buying the huge multifamily projects or corporate law. Let our listeners know what your areas of uh, coverage are. Well, as you know, Peter, I'm a trial attorney. So, you know, when I am involved in a case, it's usually at the end of a transaction that has not worked. And you and I have worked together on the front end of deals. As you Mm -hmm. know, I do that too. But most of my work is commercial in nature. Mm -hmm. And I tend to represent creditors who are involved in secure transactions involving real estate. Mm -hmm. And those deals in good times can go south and in bad times they can go south and frequently there are very complex relationships that require unraveling in a variety of ways. There could be um, circumstances that lead to a default that have nothing to do with the loan. Mm. There could be um, uh, non-economic defaults. Guarantors, for example, may have their portfolio collapse or there could be some uh, unanticipated consequence involving a I don't know, a freeway on-ramp and property has to be condemned. Mm -hmm. I just finished a five-week jury trial in Las Vegas, as you know, which is why it's been hard to get in touch with me, involving construction defect work. You know, pretty much anything that takes people to the courthouse is what I do. Mm -hmm. When you and I first met, a lot of the work that was around dealt with the collapse of the economy. And, you know, there was a, a, a complete collapse in all arenas, not just residential but commercial as well. But, you know, that's um, that's what lawyering's all about. You know, there's always there's always somebody angry with somebody over something. So that's what I do. I like to think of you as the peacekeeper, John. Well, uh, yes. You always you want to stay out of court if you can, but if you can't, you have to be able to go in as well. If you pay that bill that you send me after you do the work, the peace will be between oh, I us, I sent right? you the bill before <laughs> I do the work. Here. <laughs> I'm glad you're with us, John. You're a great contact for us to chat with whenever there are those real heavy complicated legal matters and you have a nice way of putting them in layman's terms and really um, you know easing minds I mean I remember when we were working on that deal that you spoke about for our client that was a great feeling of relief knowing that we had a third set of eyes looking at the deal right and that alone really solved our problems because it was more uncertainty you know people are afraid of the unknown well you know I've been doing this a long time, and, and people are frequently afraid of going to a lawyer because lawyers are perceived as deal breakers, not yeah. deal makers. And yeah. if possible, you want things to work out. Right. And part of that um, dynamic is just simply being aware of the deal. And yeah. some deals should work out. Some deals really are doomed from the beginning. You just have to recognize that and mm-hmm. not sort of ignore it. But, you know, it's we're in a people business, mm-hmm. and it's important to keep that in mind. Uh, I used to be a mortgage lender, you know, up until about six months ago, and I decided to devote my full time to my career here as a broadcaster and 
putting this radio show together. And when you said deal maker, deal breaker, I got to thinking that sounds more like a, an underwriter that's a deal breaker <laughs> instead of a deal maker, you know? I was in the loan business, not the loan prevention business. Well, there, were, there still are so many concerns that appraisers in particular have that you want to they tend to be very conservative now mm-hmm. because of you know the catastrophes that occurred in mm-hmm. you know 06 07 08 cuz you know assets which weren't really assets were given value where there really wasn't any mm-hmm. but you know you can overlawyer something to death and striking that balance is something that just comes with experience and temperament you yeah. know you have to have the right temperament for it mhm uh, temperament for buying real estate. Yeah, that's a, that's a good thing for us to think about. It's not just the buying of the real estate, but it's the financing and the tool to acquire the real estate. You know, the typical tool to require, acquire real estate is cash or a mortgage. And those typically are the two choices. Or, re, or reinvestment. There are all kinds of ways yeah. that real estate comes into a transaction. But you've been mm-hmm. using the phrase pull the trigger. Somebody a long time ago, very successful developer, yeah. had a different phrase. He said, you can't cross the street unless you step off the curb. Mm-hmm. And, you know, it's that first step that's sometimes very difficult to, to make. But, you know, if you have confidence in the deal yeah. and in your team, there's no guarantees, but, you know, you can at least have the best shot at having an opportunity work out. All right. Well, let's say you find a deal that you want to pull the trigger on, you want to close the deal. However, you don't have the mortgage ready at this time. You don't have all the cash. That's when you find a hard money lender come into play, valuable people that can help make things happen quickly. Dave Washburn is with us, and Dave is with Socotra Capital Nevada. How are you doing, Dave? Doing wonderful, Peter. Yourself? I'm doing all right, thanks. So hard money. We've talked about that a little bit before on the show, but for the people that haven't uh, really delved into hard money or know what it is, let our listeners know what hard money lending is all about. Hard money is an alternative way to finance uh, real estate purchases or to refinance real estate you already own. And basically, we raise private funds, and we underwrite the deals, and then we go ahead and put together the loans. And so you're going to come to me for a loan on an investment property. Uh, We do not do the owner-occupied single-family residence, but everything else outside of that, uh, we are happy to make loans on. You know, it's great to have a tool like that available, Dave, because uh, things are happening real fast in real estate nowadays. And if you can't close a deal, if you can't make an offer, in fact, quickly enough, there's going to be many people that are going to step ahead of you because there is something called a housing shortage. You've heard of that in northern Nevada? People yes, having a high time uh, finding that property? Yes, that's uh, one of the key words these days is the inventory or lack thereof. Mm-hmm. And when you have that, it becomes a seller's market. And as John mentioned earlier, finding out what the key terms are for that seller is going to help a buyer get in contract and, and get that property. Mm-hmm. And oftentimes, that's speed. And yeah. so they want to know that they can close quickly, and that's something that we provide. Yeah, you know, when uh, we were in the mortgage business again, cash, credit, and income were three of the most important things that it took to close a deal. But you're right. The fourth deal is speed. That's a big factor nowadays when you're looking to close real estate transactions. That's probably a big bulk of the reason you do what you do. It is. I was just on the phone this morning on the way down here with a client who uh, was able to get a property in contract because he's using us. It's a commercial building he's buying, and he was able to beat out an SBA buyer because it was going to take up to 45 or more days for that buyer to be able to execute, Mm -hmm. and we're going to be able to close that uh, commercial purchase in about three weeks. Wow, that's awesome. That SBA buyer should have come to see you first. He (laughs) still had that property. (laughs) <laughs> that's true, but then, then 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 I would have the whole market covered. <laughs> Unfortunately, that's just not possible. We have a fantastic broker in the studio today. His name is Alan Zane, and Alan is the president 
of Atlas Red Realty. Creativity is something that I bet you need a lot of in your business nowadays. Yes. And so how long have you been a realtor? Since t- uh, 2003, actually. All right. So you got into the business just before things well, as things were really taken off. And um, I know the kind of deals you do because you and I have actually done some transactions. And it's always, uh, it's always great to visit with you and your clients, Alan, because they are so creative. They, like you, they look at real estate investing as a great way to live. And the work behind it is just something that has to be done. Uh, investors, are they still finding opportunities in northern Nevada? Yes, we're finding opportunities, and it's not like it was two or three years ago where it was just all about buying at the at the lowest possible price. Mm-hmm. Now you're needing to actually put your head put your head together and figure yeah. out how to actually make the deal mm-hmm. make the deal work for for cash flow purposes for equity. Uh, you know, you have to really study the market and know where you're going. Yeah, I, you know, I have to tell you, about ten years ago, I was thinking that a lot of the realtors they really didn't know, need to know what much they were doing. They seemed to be making so much money there were so many deals going on and, and realtors didn't really do much other than to introduce people it's a whole different story now realtors are i mean you guys are really working for a living i mean it's hard what you're doing out there you're beating the bushes yeah we we learned a lot through the whole short sell mm-hmm. market where you know we really had to earn our money to get through those transactions because it wasn't like before where you could close a deal within 30 days maybe 60 days or something yeah you were working on a deal for two months sometimes as much as a couple of years actually yeah. trying to get a deal closed a lot of complexities especially when you're dealing with higher net worth individuals you're dealing with investment properties i mean there's just more deal more things to look at in the transaction but you weeded out a lot of people too in your industry there aren't nearly as many realtors across the country i'm sure as there were back in the heyday and nevada is no different but yes. I mean, the key, uh, the, the importance of dealing with somebody that's got experience like what you have and your team has at Atlas Red, that's huge. Yes, I feel like, I feel like the team we have, we've been through the fire. We, mm-hmm. We've been forged and we know, we know how to solve the problems. I mean, there for a while, all we were doing was deleveraging people. Yeah. That actually got really old. I bet. I and, bet. And now it's, it's something where we can actually start putting our, our brains together and, mm-hmm. like I say, uh, going out and, and, and finding creative ways to get deals. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm working with a client right now, and we were looking at one property. It turns out it's better if he buys three properties. I know it sounds crazy, but mm-hmm. the way the situation is set up, he's going to make more money buying three than than, than the one. Yeah. Even though it's he's only pulling one actual loan. Uh-huh. It's, it's very creative. Oh, I want to hear more about that later in the show because that's what yeah. this is all about: is finding creative ways to close deals. We have another excellent realtor in the studio today. Her name is Emily Wyrick, and Emily is with Dreams Realty. Emily, your business card, awesome. It says manufactured homes. Tell us about manufactured home licensing. Is that your specialty? It is. Um, a lot of people think that they can buy a mobile home through a realtor, and there's the manufactured homes that are converted to real estate, mm-hmm. but then there's also mobile homes that are personal property. It's like buying a car, mm-hmm. and they're in like mobile home parks. You pay personal property taxes on them. And it requires a whole different license. Mm-hmm. But it's a great avenue for the first-time home buyer that doesn't have a lot of money. It's a great place to start, build some equity in a home, and then move up into real estate down the road. Interesting, interesting. Now, no, normally we're talking strictly from the investment side, but the reason you and I met is that uh, I spoke to a gentleman, a business associate of mine, and he is selling a home. And he gave me your name. He said that you're his realtor. His, his home is actually a converted it's a converted to real property yes manufactured home he showed me the the photos on it and it's absolutely gorgeous and i know this guy yeah he's a meticulous businessman uh lies a lot of attention to detail in his craft and you're with us today because a little bit later in the show i want you to tell us about that home and tell us why it's such a good deal and we will be back with more on nevada real estate radio 
after this message from our advertisers. This is John Sandberg from Wolf Rifkin, Shapiro, Shulman, and Rapkin. You are listening to Nevada Real Estate Radio with Peter Padilla. Peter Padilla is important to me because he rides motorcycles, and he's just an all-around fabulous guy. Peter Padilla is Peter Padilla. Sage International Incorporated fosters the entrepreneurial spirit by first educating our clients. In fact, we wrote the best-selling book, Incorporate and Get Rich, as recommended by Robert Kiyosaki in his bestseller, Rich Dad, Poor Dad. For over 20 years, we've taught thousands of business owners, investors, professionals, and entrepreneurs how to properly structure their business and personal assets to avoid the three flaming arrows of challenge, income taxes, liability exposure, probate and death taxes. Call Sage International Incorporated at 1-800-254-5779 to set up a free 30-minute consultation. That's 1-800-254-5779. Sage International. This is Emily Wyrick from Dreams Realty. You are listening to Nevada Real Estate Radio with Peter Padilla. Peter Padilla is important to me because he talks about important real estate issues with experts in the industry. Peter Padilla is the best radio host I know. The best thing you can do for your business, Nevada Real Estate Radio. Here is your host, Peter Padilla. Welcome back to Nevada Real Estate Radio. Pleased to be with you today. We are on the radio to help real estate investors make better decisions accomplishing their goals. What is the benefit of owning real estate for investors? Well, there are numerous uh, opportunities for benefit from owning real estate investment, but I think about being a real estate investor for the benefit of residual income. You know, renters. They move into the house if they are nice and they take care of the home, even better because I'll have to do less work on it. But that money will continue to come in from that rent every month. And then I'll use that money to pay off the mortgage. And then uh, when my mortgage is paid off or my private note or, or my hard money loan is paid off, then that's like almost all income. Sure, there's in, there's expenses and there, there are taxes and there's upkeep and things of that type. But the appreciation, wow, it can really turn into a great retirement when you start adding one, two, three, or four more properties to your holdings. In fact, our guests today are not only real estate experts, but many of our guests are investors themselves. With me in the studio, I have David Washburn. Dave is a hard money lender with Socotra Capital. Dave, are you working primarily with investors? Exclusively. And why is that? Why do you work with investors? Uh, it's mostly thanks to the Dodd-Frank Act and uh, some underwriting requirements and some requirements on servicing and, mm-hmm. and uh, how loans need to be underwritten if you're going to be uh, a broker who's who's originating those loans. And so what we've chosen to do is service the investor market and uh, go after those folks. Uh, that was the, the area that had the most need when we started in 2009. It was investors who were buying properties on the courthouse steps or directly from banks or uh, via the MLS on short sales. And so that was a really active area of the market that we wanted to target. It's really interesting that you were able to take advantage of the challenges in the mortgage industry after the meltdown. You mentioned Dodd-Frank. I mean, I hate that act, right? Because it made mortgage lending so hard from institutional lenders like the big banks. But you looked at that as an opportunity, or so Coach Capital did, and now you guys are taking advantage of that law because it's difficult on one side. You're making it easier on this side. Yeah, as long as people are going to need to be living in homes, 
We see it as an opportunity to be involved in real estate. Yeah. That's going to need to be financed. People are going to want to build them, improve them, mm-hmm. fix them up, flip them, sell them. Mm-hmm. Uh, so there's going to be a myriad of ways for us to be involved in it. And so, yeah, as long as real estate is somewhere where people are living, we're going to be happy to be involved in it and we'll find an opportunity there. That's very cool. We have Alan Zane with us in the studio as well. Alan is the broker at Atlas Red Realty. Now, Alan, when I talked about you earlier in the show, we were talking about how creative you are. A lot of the deals that you have done, and I've been uh, fortunate enough to watch happen, you've done creative things there too as far as financing. So let our listeners know other ways people can buy property creatively without using the big banks. Well, there, there's always there's always uh, options, lease options. Uh, mm-hmm. That's one way you can – see, I don't think of it as necessarily buying the property. I see it as how do you control the property. Controlling the property. That's where you're mm-hmm. really trying to get to. Mm-hmm. So a lease option enables you to actually control the property, mm-hmm. use it for what you want to use it for, and then dispose of it when you're finished with it. Because, let's face it, you don't always own a property for your entire life. Right. There's a cycle that happens, okay? Yep. Um, there's, there's seller financing, far less prevalent right now in this market just because it's such a, such a fast-moving market to mm. find that. You have the buyers in line. The sellers are ready to go. Many times, they really don't need all the cash. They really don't want that big chunk of money. They might be looking for, you know, the opportunity to retire after they sell a piece of real estate, and maybe the money they will get, they'll put it in a security of some sort so that they can live off the interest. Uh, their goals are really for a secure retirement in that case. Sometimes uh, a buyer can arrange for seller financing, like you mentioned, right. and the seller can attain their same goal. They'll get longer-term income. They'll get a consistent income. And they have the security of knowing that property is still technically theirs if the buyers default, right? Yeah, yeah. I've actually done quite a few transactions like that. You know, if you read uh, The Art of War, Sun Tzu, The Art of War, oh, yeah. there's a section on there where it talks, one, just one of, the, uh, one, of the, one of the guidelines which talks about when, when someone has pre- prepared all of their forces at one point, why would you embrace the battle at that point? For instance... If you if, if someone's going trying to sell a property and you want to give them a low ball price, isn't all their troops going to be mounted at that point? Why not come around the back door and say, "Tell you what, I'll give you your price, give me my terms." Think of it like an apple. Mm-hmm. If I if you get the first bite, I get the second bite. So that's just that's just a concept. So you can look at how do we how do we get how do we actually set up a deal mm-hmm. that can actually work. So if somebody says, let's say, just pick a number, they want a million dollars for a property. Mm-hmm. And you, you're looking and go, wow, I really need to get it for $800,000. Because you're thinking of it on the terms of the financing. What if you could come to the seller and say, I'll give you a million dollars for it. What I want is I want seller financing, but I want really great terms. Mm-hmm. Didn't you just, just solve both people's problems mm-hmm. at, the same, at the same time? Mm-hmm. That's just a way that you can acquire more property on a better basis. That's what you don't get on the internet basically information like that when you see a home for sale no one's guiding you on to how to acquire that or even if it's the right thing to acquire right. uh, that's why it's really important i think to work with a professional like yourself and like your team at atlas red realty alan zane give us your contact number in case anybody wants to reach you my contact number is 775-393-9639 all right we got all your information on our website nevada real estate radio that way people can find you there My name is Peter Padilla, and I'm your host, and I'm pleased to be with you today talking with our roundtable of experts. That includes Dave Washburn from Socotra Capital. So, Dave, talking about hard money, uh, you are essentially one of the big tools that a lot of investors or realtors have 
in their uh, in their arsenal, right, to help close those transactions. Do you work as much with realtors as with the buyers or sellers themselves? What what is your main focus as far as the kind of contacts that you have? Well, we're alternative financing, and so it uh, comes from a myriad of, of different sources. Oftentimes, it's realtors who are coming to us on a transaction that's a little short on money, and so they need hard money to close it. Sometimes it's a, a title officer who's got a deal that's uh, going south, and it's already escrows open, and it's ready to go, but mm-hmm. uh, financing didn't show up. It could be a mortgage lender who uh, can't qualify somebody. Uh, because they're self-employed and they need another year's tax return. So mm. there's a myriad of reasons that uh, people come to us for financing. Yeah. It, sometimes they might have uh, legal issues that are preventing them from maybe accessing some of their cash that they might have from, uh, you know, let's face it, people go through divorces, bankruptcies, uh, separations. You know, I've heard of all sorts of emotional challenges that people have that, you know, are, are forcing them to make a, a move quickly. And if they don't have enough cash to make the right move, I mean, it could really hurt them long term. Yep. Those are all reasons that people come to private money. And uh, those are all ways that we're helping to uh, solve problems. Uh, They could be legal issues. They could be uh, property-related issues. They could be income or credit-related. And those are all reasons that people come to us. John Sandberg is with us. John is our legal expert. He's an attorney with Wolf, Wolf Rifkin, Shapiro, Shulman, and Rabkin. The challenges that people are having legally when it comes to real estate, I mean, it's about money. It's about how the money's going to get taken out or Peter, put in. It's all about money. Look at history. You know, money is just a vehicle for power. And we've, we've gone from Greek mythology to Zen philosophy just in one meeting. And I really enjoyed uh, the comment that Alan just made about Sun Tzu because the art of war, I just had my 15-year-old daughter read it. And my son is next. It's it's a – everybody out there get the art of war. It's It's – not just about war. It's about life strategy. Yeah. It's 60 pages of brilliance. It takes mm-hmm. a long time to get through it. And you need to read it multiple times. So I applaud you for bringing that up. It's really an excellent uh, It's an excellent resource for how you view many things, not just real estate or battle. But I have to say, you know, uh, we we're just talking a little bit about hard money lending. And when you are dealing with uh, commercial lending, uh, hard money commercial lending, it's a phenomenal tool. It really is. But you have to have your antenna fully extended. Mm-hmm. Everybody is uh, – those deals are much more complicated than a traditional first-time home buyer, you know, getting a conventional loan from a, a regular lender. So all these deals are different. And it's a tool like any other tool. You go to the tool shed and you pick the tool. It has to be the right tool for that transaction. Mm-hmm. But it's a phenomenal resource to have access to quick money right now. And, you know, there are aspects of that type of transaction that you just have to be aware of. They're not good. They're not bad. They just are what they are what they are. And it's the same thing with any opportunity. You know, you have to understand the deal and why do you want the deal. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I see them on the front end. More times I see them on the back end, and it's easy to see how things went wrong. It's usually because people, A, didn't understand what they were doing, or, B, they had expectations that were inconsistent with the model of the transaction. So it's it can be very challenging. Well, that's why I offer our listeners the opportunity to speak with our experts because not only do they offer services, hard money, legal services, guidance as a realtor, but you know, it's not about just closing the deal, it's about making sure that it's right for you, right? Cuz you know, this is a people business. The hardest thing to do is to just say, "You know what? This isn't it's just to walk away." Yeah. You know, what it what we're talking about philosophy. Kenny yeah. Rogers has a 
a great, great piece of advice. Know when to hold them, know when to fold them. Mm-hmm. Know when to walk away, know when to run. Yeah. That's true in anything. Count on that will give you good advice. And, you know, some deals are good and some deals aren't. Yeah. There's always going to be a deal. Right. So the money is always the challenge. It always is the potential for problem, but it's always the potential for incredible success. Dave Washburn is our hard money lender. So, Dave, uh, people are probably pretty happy when you're working with them because you're kind of like that Dutch uncle, right? Somebody you can count on and you can close that deal fast. You know, it's a lot of fun because uh, these are folks who almost always have been working really, really hard on putting the transaction together. They've uh, been trying to make things happen. Oftentimes, uh, as Alan mentioned earlier, were short sales where they could have been in it for months or even a year. And so there's great satisfaction when they're able to uh, make a buy like that. And especially in today's market where properties are, are rising and, and homes are going up in value. Mm-hmm. And uh, it's been awesome because you're able to help a lot of people when, when the economy hasn't been that strong for them to hit a real home run and, and um, you know, make quite a bit of money. And people want to take advantage of the opportunities that are in real estate today for investors. So give us your contact information, David, in case anybody wants to reach you about hard money. Yeah, the best place to reach me is 775-420-4990. All right. We're going to come back and chat with our other guests in the studio after this message from our sponsors. This is Charlene Hamilton from Reno, Nevada. You are listening to Nevada Real Estate Radio with Peter Padilla. Peter Padilla is important to me because he has referred me to great professionals in the real estate industry. Peter Padilla is a great source of information about real estate in northern Nevada. Sage International Incorporated fosters the entrepreneurial spirit by first educating our clients. In fact, we wrote the best-selling book, Incorporate and Get Rich, as recommended by Robert Kiyosaki in his bestseller, Rich Dad, Poor Dad. For over 20 years, we've taught thousands of business owners, investors, professionals, and entrepreneurs how to properly structure their business and personal assets to avoid the three flaming arrows of challenge, income taxes, liability exposure, probate and death taxes. Call Sage International Incorporated at 1-800-254-5779 to set up a free 30-minute consultation. That's 1-800-254-5779. Sage International. This is Stan Crow from Boise, Idaho. You are listening to Nevada Real Estate Radio with Peter Padilla. Peter Padilla is important to me because he's a great host. Peter Padilla is your real estate expert, and I urge you to pay attention to what he says. You're listening to Nevada Real Estate Radio, and I'm Peter Padilla, your host. I'm pleased to be with you today with five outstanding guests in our studio today. John Sandberg is with us. John is our legal expert from Wolf, Rifkin, Shapiro, Shulman, and Rabkin in California and in Los Angeles and in well, Reno, the, Nevada. Well, yeah, the offices are Los Angeles, Las Vegas, and Reno. Mm-hmm. I moved up to Reno in 2007, as you know, Peter, to raise my children. I love it up here. Yeah. And it's, Reno's a great platform for me, as is Wolf Rifkin, because, you know, we, we cover both sides of the state line. I know. North and south, and state, federal, and bankruptcy court. We've mm-hmm. got all the bases covered. So for, for what I do, it's a really good platform. Yeah, that's awesome. So um, if anybody wants to reach you, John Sandberg, do you have any legal questions answered or just wants to chat with you about some of our favorite subjects, including motorcycles? What's the best way? 
Uh, I travel a lot. The best way to reach me is on my mobile phone, 775-682-1800. Outstanding. We'll put your information on our website, Nevada Real Estate Radio. They can find you there, too. Thank you, Peter. Also with us today is John Spinola. And John is a real estate investment counselor at Atlas Red Realty. I bet you've had some interesting times in the last few weeks with the weather and people looking at homes and people deciding whether this is the year. John, are you finding that the excitement and interest is still there to acquire property? I think that's still there. People are still looking. Um, Inventory is a little tough for single-family homes. I'm dealing with a couple of commercial transactions right now. Mm-hmm. Um, actually, for myself in Minnesota, of all places. Mm-hmm. But uh, So we do exchanges. We were talking at the break about about exchanges and that... Most people think of an exchange as a, a 1031 tax-deferred instrument, but, right. but we're all exchanging one, one, one type of thing for something else. So mm-hmm. even if we're exchanging, even if we're doing a cash transaction, we're yeah. exchanging cash and credit for a piece of property. And the seller's getting an exchange of cash for that property Ex- exactly, or, or income or whatever they want. So yeah, it's for about exchanging. So why not use exchanging along with the tools that Alan was talking about earlier, mm-hmm. um, seller financing and, and options or lease options, mm-hmm. to, um, to acquire property. Mm-hmm. Uh, you can use personal services. Mm-hmm. Um, if I needed an attorney, I could use, uh, and the attorney wanted my property, I could credit him so many hours, or he could credit me so many hours for a down there. payment. Um, we had a transaction put together with a piano as a down payment. It was a it was a hundred thousand dollar grand piano that we could get an appraisal mm-hmm. on, um, and had that as a down payment. We've done pr- smaller properties for larger properties mm-hmm. back and forth. Yeah. So there's all kinds of ways to creatively um, do this kind of stuff. The other thing that we didn't mention is networking. Is most of my transactions um, have come through people, uh, either in our exchange group or realtors who know what I do. Um, just personal referrals is so mm-hmm. important. Being plugged into uh, into the network, uh, we talk about networking all the time, but mm-hmm. it, but is actually so important. Mm-hmm. Um, doing creative deals is so much easier with an exchanger or somebody who understands what you're trying to accomplish and that the seller will end up in the position he wants to be in. It just may, might not be a straight line. It's it's so. interesting that you mentioned networking because it's it's true that when somebody's using your services or any service professional, it's not only their knowledge, but their access to other brains, their access to other knowledge because, uh, you know, you, you can't know everything, but if you have the right connections, you can still get a project done because you know the right people. You're at one of the most creative real estate offices in northern Nevada, John Spinola, because you work with Alan Zane. And I know Alan is incredibly creative, and that's why he is so successful. Alan, just tell us how important being creative as a realtor is to somebody who needs the services of a good real estate professional. You know, I feel like we were really lucky because originally the training that I had and, and, and then that John also went through um, way back when with a previous broker was we learned how to do creative transactions. And then at the end, we were taught how to do cash, conventional, FHA, and VA loans. 
So you kind of kind of got the other way. The we got it the other way. Uh-huh. And 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 what it did is it it, it's, it it really formed in our mind how when we enter a transaction, we don't go into it thinking about price. We don't go into it thinking about the inventory. We think about it from the perspective of the client. How can we solve their problem? Mm-hmm. And and sometimes that's that's really what it comes down to. When you're trying to be creative, you need to know who you're dealing with. Who is your client? What are they looking for? And how do we actually solve their problem? Mm-hmm. It's because you're dealing with people again, and you have to deal with a lot of emotion when you're buying real estate or selling real estate. And it doesn't matter whether it's primary residence or investment. I mean, that's a lot of dough, right? a lot of money that you're putting on the line. And we've seen what happens when you do it the wrong way. That's right. This th- th- real estate is about people problems. Mm-hmm. That's what it's about. If a if a building goes vacant, does that that building has no care whatsoever whether it grows moss on it, goes dilapidated, it doesn't it doesn't care. Mm-hmm. It only means something to the person that needs to be in that building. Mm-hmm. And that's 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 our focus. Is what we've been doing since 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 day one. Yeah, uh, you know when our show broadcasts from Reno, we we have pretty good coverage throughout all of northern Nevada. And so people are listening to us from some smaller communities, Winnemucca, Lovelock, Carson City, Truckee. Uh, sometimes people think that when they're buying real estate in uh, Allen, that they have to be able to drive by it every day or look at it often. I know that you've got real estate and you've had uh, transactions in all, all throughout the state. Tell us your perspective about owning real estate in the smaller communities, too, besides Reno. Well, I think I think it's perfectly fine to own that sort of thing. You just have to have a plan in place for how you how do you handle things. Mm-hmm. Um, one of the things I used to do is I would I would go to the town that, that I would that I would be going to be buying that real estate, mm-hmm. and I would put, stop for a minute and think and say, okay, if I had to solve this problem, where would I go? Who would I talk to? What would I do? And I would spend you know four or five days out there and 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 just figure out what it's going to take. Mm-hmm. I would get um, back then it was phone books, but you know nowadays you have Google. But yeah, I would go to the hardware store. I would get some names of handymen. I would get everything I'm going to need. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I actually have, have an assistant in each of my little towns. I say an assistant. It's someone who is just someone who could be my eyes and ears from time to time. Whenever I need them, I, I say, hey, I need to drive by and do this. And I send them, you know, $50 or something that makes sense. Yeah. And and uh, they open the doors for me when it goes vacant. I mean, just, just, just be creative. How do you solve the problem? It's not mm-hmm. that difficult. Uh-huh. And there are good deals out there, right, in the smaller communities. There really are. You know, everybody's talking about... Um, Fallon and Fernley because of the Tesla uh, growth that's taking place there. Right. Uh, how do you feel about it? Do you think Fernley is going to have uh, substantial growth in the next few years the way I think or, or or what what you know you're the pro what do you think? Yes, I, I think I think this whole entire area is just going to be booming like crazy. Mm-hmm. Um, not even necessarily just from the Tesla thing. I think it's from all the other ancillary services are coming in to back them up and that Tesla announcement really put Reno on the map and made a lot of other companies look around and say, "What? Where's this Reno? Mm-hmm. Oh wow, look at that! They actually have mm. four seasons. Yeah, three hundred sunny days a year. Yeah, that's a great place to live. Uh-huh. And they're, they're finding that out. Mm-hmm. Uh, with prices going up though in the area, uh, all of the country, but here in northern Nevada, even more so because of these new companies talking about coming out. It's created a housing shortage. It's been a little bit more challenging to find deals if you're looking to buy. Um, you have had, I know, some transactions that involve manufactured homes. So a manufactured home on permanent foundation is technically a house, I and mean, you can tr- do a transaction on it just like it's a house. Uh, if once it's converted, you know, it, it has its own APN number, mm-hmm. and a, a bank can loan money on this house. 
bank loan. Um, if it's investment property, I imagine we can even get hard money loans on it to do that. Some people would be buying properties like this. Do you think that manufactured homes still offer an opportunity for people who are looking to get into the home buying? Yeah, I, th- I think manufactured homes, the, 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 the price point is generally a little bit lower. And, and But the quality of the home is every bit as good as a stick-built home nowadays. Mm-hmm. Um, one, of the, one of the benefits I like about manufactured homes are there is, is that the sellers of those are sometimes willing to, to offer financing, offer seller financing, mm-hmm. which is like another creative way to get into a house and yeah. help, you get, help you get a home. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, if you have some credit issues, you can work on rebuilding those credit issues and, and move, move on to the next home. What, you know, it's, it's a good way to go. Um, I actually have a seller right now who has one out, and uh, he's looking to do the same thing. And he's 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 very adept at doing seller financing. He's been doing it his whole life. Mm-hmm. With as many people looking to buy homes, especially if they're priced under two hundred fifty thousand dollars, or well, like the mean price mm-hmm. in Northern Nevada is now two seventy three. Anybody below those prices, uh, there's people out there waiting to buy homes. Do you think there would be as much demand? Uh, unmanufactured homes or are people still looking at those with the same kind of interest as a stick built home yeah, I think with our current environment that's that's definitely going going to work yeah and you get a lot more land in many cases when you buy a manufactured home for some reason it just seems like they're a big house on a big big lot right and a lot of people like that wide open feeling uh, when they buy real estate you know, let's face it we're out in the wild west <laughs> that's right <laughs> so you worked with John Spinola for a while and you guys are a good team John, uh, anything special you'd like our listeners to know about Atlas Red Realty and why you would think that you could do such a great, why you do believe you do a great job for your clients? Well, I think Alan mentioned a lot of it already is just we we look more at the person. We're trying to solve people problems. Mm-hmm. And we've been, as Alan said, trained to do, to look at other alternatives rather than just sell your property. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, what what is the best way to do that and we have a a group of people uh, i'll probably date myself but you talked about um getting deals done by the people you know i called it having a bigger rolodex now a lot of the younger people have no idea what i'm talking about but uh but i still have an actual rolodex i'm gonna have to bring it in here one day but it but it's um it's it's was the paper google i guess you'd Mm. say um but so when I have a problem, or Alan and I have a problem that we can't figure out between us, we have a network of people yeah. here in Reno and also across the country. Mm-hmm. Um, if I need a specialized knowledge um, in hotel or motel, I've probably got half a dozen people I can call. Um, same type of, of thing, we can take a, a transaction and, and run it around our exchange group. Um, for problem solving, so I think that that's one of the one of the great, probably the the most advantageous thing about working with with Alan at Atlas Red. From Rolodex to Google, you guys have got it covered. <laughs> <laughs> John Spinola, in case anybody wants to reach you at Atlas Red Realty, what's the best way? Seven seven five eight one five three thousand. Fantastic! We've got your information on our website too, Nevada real estate radio we're going to come back and talk with our other guest in the studio emily wyrick she's a realtor at dreams realty and we'll learn about opportunities that she has for us too stay tuned we'll be right back this is alan zane from atlas red realty you are listening to nevada real estate radio with peter padilla peter padilla is important to me because he actually takes the time to do an interview peter padilla is a longtime friend mentor and i love him (laughs) 
Sage International Incorporated sparks and fuels the entrepreneurial spirit by providing the strategies, information, education, tools, resources, and ongoing support services that will lay a solid foundation under a business owner's dream. If you're thinking of starting a business and you're not sure where to begin, Sage International Incorporated offers a free 30-minute consultation. Call 1-800-254-5779. That's 1-800-254-5779. Or visit sageintl.com. Buying investment real estate is a big decision. Getting the right mortgage is critical. This is Michelle Holbert, NMLS 184194 and MLB 3723 from Caliber Home Loans. With today's extremely affordable mortgage interest rates, you have the opportunity to step into what could be your best investment purchase of a lifetime. When you find the right property at the right price, you'll need to be pre-approved for your mortgage to lock in your deal with the seller. Caliber Home Loans is ready to talk with you about getting a mortgage to purchase real estate. Visit www.michelleholbert.com, and that's M-I-C-H-E-L-L-E, H-U-L-B-E-R-T dot com or call 775-284-1922. This is Michelle Holbert from Caliber Home Loans. Thank you. Caliber Home Loans located at 6530 South McCarran Boulevard, Reno, Nevada, 89509. This is Jamie Cook from MC Squared Well Solutions. You are listening to Nevada Real Estate Radio with Peter Padilla. Peter Padilla is important to me because he is a phenomenal host knows his stuff, and I enjoy listening all the time. Peter Padilla is a great host on Real Estate Radio. I enjoyed being on his show. Welcome back to Nevada Real Estate Radio. Boy, I'm having a good time here today on my radio show. It's always fun to talk with real estate investors and real estate experts. With us today in the studio, we have Emily Wyrick, and she's a realtor at Dreams Realty. Hope you're enjoying being on our show today, Emily. I am. Thank you. I hear many times from salespeople that a client will come to see them. It doesn't matter what they're buying, a car, a house, a suit, and they'll tell the salesperson exactly what they want. And then when they see what they are going to get, what they want, and then they look at the opportunities, many times they change their minds. Always. Yeah. <laughs> Almost always, always yeah. yes. <laughs> I'm always interested in talking with millennials. Are you a millennial? I believe so. <laughs> yeah. Are you under 30 years old? Yes. <laughs> I think you are a millennial. We have two millennials in the studio, actually. Dave Washburn, you're a millennial. Yes, sir, I am. And so... You don't look like a teenager. I hear about millennials. Alan, you hear about millennials, too. What You know, I I hear things like they're overly dependent. They want to hang on to, uh, you know, mom and dad too long. We've got a pretty bad rap. Is it fair? No, I don't think it's fair. I I think a little bit of that goes on, but it serves its purpose. We've got a lot of good qualities about us as well. Every generation wants to be more independent. They want to do things their own way. Millennials are a little different in the sense that I think millennials are, seems like they're impacting our economy even more than the baby boomers did. Like when I was a baby, when I was growing up, everybody was a baby boomer. It was nothing else. And now there are all these different levels. And now it's the Gen X, or I'm sorry, now it's the millennials that have the buying power. Everybody wants that 18 to 34 demographic because the millennial generation can be motivated by marketing and by advertising and by communication. And isn't, isn't it amazing how we communicate nowadays? It's amazing. I was talking with somebody a while ago who's about my age, and, mm-hmm. and we were talking about having to go down the street, the term drop a dime. I mean, telephone calls in the pay phones used to be a dime. That's right. where it came from. So, right. 
if you had a transaction or something you were trying to accomplish, mm -hmm. you drove down the street until you found a payphone. Yeah. I mean, um, faxes weren't around. Mm -hmm. If you needed something delivered, uh, mm -hmm. FedEx wasn't around either. Yeah, so the, the basic human condition hasn't changed in thousands of years. It's just the, the vehicles of communication have changed. Yes. But mm -hmm. people, you know, if you take any group of people, you'll have a bell curve. And I'm sure Emily is at the top of her bell curve, you know, mm -hmm. in terms of motivation, education, professionalism. Mm -hmm. You take any group of more than three or four people, and you're going to have a bell curve. So the millennials are just another group of people. One of the things you have to re remember about us, and I think it's also generations that have come before us, is that we're reacting to what we're seeing. Mm. And if you're in the 18 to 34 group, you probably weren't an owner, but you probably know an owner who had a really bad experience with real estate. You might have even been evicted or foreclosed on or were at a Thanksgiving dinner when your uncle was complaining about losing a property or mm -hmm. losing a bunch of money in property. And I think that's clouded a lot of the millennials, uh, you know, the inputs that have come into them have been largely negative mm -hmm. during the formative years. So rather than embracing a 3875 30-year fixed mortgage and going, wait a minute, they're going to give me fixed rate money for longer than I've been alive. I better lock this up and borrow as much as I can right now. They're saying, wow, real estate's really terrible. You lose your life savings in it. And we can't forget that. It's going to take a little bit of time for them to start to have positive experiences and come back you into that moment. You know who you're describing. You're describing <laughs> the children that grew up in the Depression. And Absolutely. I'm old, I'm old enough. Both of my parents grew up during the Depression. And they viewed the world very differently than those of us that came up in the 50s, 60s, and 70s, mm -hmm. which was an era of great affluence. Yes. So I think that it's a matter of uh, information and flexibility. And I think younger people, I started my family very late in life, so I have young kids. And they're very flexible when it comes to information. And I think that the planet is a much smaller place now than it was even 20 years ago. You have the entire, you know, you have an iPhone, you have the entire planet and the ability to reach the entire planet in the palm of your hand. And that's very powerful. And I think people that understand that power can really take advantage of it. So it really boils down to what we started talking to Emily about, which is getting into the market the first time. So let me see if I understand your business model, Emily. You have a license to sell someone the land upon which they can either build a manufactured home or place a mobile home. You can do either of those things for somebody. And Peter mentioned earlier that here in northern Nevada, one of the things we love about it is the wide open spaces. And close enough to Reno to actually live and work are many communities where you can buy a lot of land and for not much money. And you can, right. just, you can just put a mobile home or a manufactured home on it and just have a loan secured by the land, not by the structure upon it which right. I'm sure is a large part of some of Dave's deals. You know, that's the nice thing about private money. You can create any sort of security for the loan depending upon the deal. And it, it, it's really... Yeah, we can, we can and we do. Yeah. Yep, yep. Your deals are driven by the value of the real estate and the, and the value of the guarantee as much as it is by the income generated by the real estate. Correct. It's equity-based lending. Yeah, of course. Even more so and, in the, that and case. And, Emily, you can create that equity without tying it up in the form of the ownership. And that's a very powerful thing to do. How right, do you make a decision for somebody, though, whether it's manufactured or mobile? What are the drivers? What, what can they qualify for, basically? 
it comes down to, you know, usually they'll come in wanting real estate and send them to a lender. That's not going to work. Um, then we look at other options. It, so it's basically them and kind of just putting a lot of people there uninformed and just getting them the information and they'll make the decision themselves. It's also a more complex transaction because if you just have land, you don't have infrastructure. You're going to have to have sewer and power and communication infrastructure in order mm -hmm. to put something on it. And that's an intimidating process. It, it yeah. is yeah. if you don't know it. It's like anything right. else. Once you've done so, it, it's not hard. Right. You just have to be aware of it. Our mortgage lenders, our uh, bank mortgage lenders, are not with us this morning. However, I do know this, that FHA offers a great program for manufactured home and land purchases all in one package. Right. So, you see, manufactured mm -hmm. home is, is, is really, I think it's a, it's a mislabeling of a certain kind of product. Stick-built houses are manufactured homes. They're mm -hmm. just manufactured on site. Right. But a manufactured home is a stick-built home where the components are assembled off-site but they're actually put together on site. But if I you agree. look at them from mm -hmm. an engineering standpoint, they're mm -hmm. virtually identical. Right. It's a matter of semantics, John. In fact, I'd rather call them trailers. <laughs> <laughs> I love the trade. The name is well, I have a big truck with a camper on <laughs> yeah. the back, so it technically you take the wheels off and I've got a manufactured home. So. Emily Wyrick from Dreams Realty. Tell us about Dreams Realty. Uh, Dreams Realty, we've been in business since 05, mm -hmm. and uh, we're a boutique agency. Yep. And uh, we do, we have for a foreclosure department, uh, mostly residential, and uh, we do the mobile homes as well. Great office that you run there. I know that Terry Rasner is your broker. Yeah. And she's an awesome woman to work for. I know many people that just make great comments about her. And yes, Dreams Realty, very, very successful. Now, you and I met because uh, I have a client who is uh, using your services right now, and you're trying to sell his home. So this is your opportunity to let us in the studio know about this home and our listeners, too. He's got a beautiful home. It's in Cold Springs. It's a manufactured home. It's got uh, two master suites. One of the suites has a really large bay window. It's beautiful. And then the other one has um, double sinks, a bathtub, mm -hmm. separate shower stall. Everything's been remodeled. The kitchen's been remodeled. Uh, the backyard is, um, it's got a above-ground pool, which mm -hmm. you don't see a lot. And that's, it's in really great shape. Large deck, patio, it's a huge yard. You just, you got to see it to, to really appreciate all the detail that he's put into this home. It's beautiful. I've seen the pictures on his website and on yours too, and it's just awesome. So I know that would be a great value for anybody looking to pull the trigger on a great home. What is it priced at? 225000 And that's well below the mean price of typical home. For, yeah, for all the work he's put into it, it's a, it's a great value for that home. How many acres does it sit on? It's on a. It's on about one acre. Very nice. You can plant a garden there, John. There already is a garden. Oh, <laughs> awesome! Give us your contact information. You can reach me at seven seven five seven four two one two seven two. Very good, Emily Wyrick. I'll put your contact information on our website too, Nevada Real Estate Radio. Hopefully, we'll be seeing that transaction closing soon, and maybe you'll come back to visit us again. Thank you. All right, awesome. John Spinola's been with us as well. John, any final thoughts for our listeners? No, just keep your eyes open, and there's there's the, as one of my mentors said, the deal of the century comes along about twice a week. So. <laughs> <laughs> All right, we'll put that in our notes. Dave Washburn, too, from Socotra Capital, hard money lender. Final thoughts, Dave? 
Just uh, it's all about information. So uh, as John mentioned, it's at our fingertips these days. So get out there and get informed so that you're able to make a uh, great decision. All right. Love that hard money from Scotch Capital. Dave, we'll be talking to you again soon. Alan Zane has been with us too. Alan is the broker at Atlas Red Realty. Alan, hope you enjoyed being on our show today. I did. Thank you. Any words of wisdom for people that are thinking about buying or selling a home in today's complex real estate environment? Well, I just want to say that nothing good happens to vacant real estate. Nothing good happens to vacant real estate. Well, at least we should do it for the benefit of the real estate, right? That's right. Be kind to real estate. Uh, unless it's heavily insured vacant real estate. <laughs> <laughs> and we don't, we don't have any agents here. You can't say that. <laughs> Joining us today, too, is John Samberg. John is our legal expert at Wolf Rifkin, Shapiro, Shulman, and Rapkin. John, it's good to have you back, and I hope you enjoyed being here, too. Peter, I always enjoy your shows, and this uh, show today was just exceptional. So I enjoyed meeting and reacquainting myself with this group. It was a lot of fun, and I just have me back anytime I'm in town. You bet, and I'm encouraging any of our listeners who have questions about real estate and need some uh, legal items cleared up, you'd be the man to talk to, John. Thanks for being with us. My pleasure, Peter. Thank you. And thank you to our listeners, too, for tuning in. Nevada Real Estate Radio, every week, Wednesdays at 1 p.m., right here on KFOY, 1060 AM Radio. Tell your friends, your family, and your loved ones. Same time, same station, and we will chat and talk next week. Goodbye, everybody. Goodbye. You've been listening to Nevada Real Estate Radio with Peter Padilla. We value your listenership and appreciate your feedback. Want to talk with Peter? Send an email to peter at nevadarealestateradio.com.